Hello everyone, it is day 35 of Prayer Your 90 Day Prayer Challenge. I am so thrilled and I'm so excited to be on the podcast tonight. Why? Number one, because I just love being on here. And number two, because it has been a few days if I would have not come on the podcast today It would have been four days, I believe, of me not praying during the 90-day prayer challenge. The thing is, I pray daily. I pray in my personal time with myself. I pray several times with my children in the morning, in the evening. So I've been talking to God, and I hope you've been talking to God too. But it's another thing to pray publicly. And what I have chosen to do is just to get the rest that I've needed. Um, I was persevering and I found out that I have tonsillitis. If you remember, um, there were a few podcasts ago, a couple weeks ago, where I was just coughing and just randomly while speaking especially for a long period of time and my throat drying out and I found out I have tonsillitis so I have been taking medicine for it so I also found out that my left tonsil was twice the size of my right tonsil so I'm just dealing with swollen tonsils and Everything else that comes along with it, I've been taking ibuprofen, and you know, I've just been tired. You know, um, my life is not easy, it is rewarding, but it's not easy. And I have gotten some much needed rest with managing my schedule and my responsibilities and the people that I'm responsible for, and I just was not able to push myself um, while recovering and for the first time my tonsils aren't feeling swollen anymore so that's a really good thing I definitely missed you guys I've missed sharing I've missed hearing from you guys and hearing your feedback and your own testimonies and your own comments adding on to the prayer topics I really missed you guys and I appreciate every single one of you every single one of you encouraged me and pushed me to keep going and is just such an important part of this journey because this is what it's all about this is the mission of prayer or to transform our lives and the way we pray and to draw us closer to God and keep being connected to him and helping each other iron sharpens iron and realizing our strengths and our goals and our weaknesses so we can connect to God and correct those weaknesses and so we can be a witness to others and learn from each other and pass that information on and be quickened in our spirits and receive revelation and correction from the Holy Spirit so we can be better men and women and be prepared for whatever God's will is 
and this has just been a true blessing to me I've never been so in love with God as I am now because I've learned so much this year and it's just truly amazing to truly understand the God that we serve he is amazing there is none like him and I am so thankful to be his own I'm so thankful for my family and my mother my parents my grandparents for all sowing seeds into me and the church leaders that I followed and I look up to and that I've admired I'm so thankful for everyone who has sown a seed in my life and those seeds are being watered and those seeds are flourishing and I just pray to God that when people see me in person they see my fruits and I pray that when people um listen and look at what I'm doing online that they see my fruits and I hope that this is encouraging you and you can see that if I'm doing it you can do it too I still have a lot more to do I need to break out of my shell and not solely just share and speak on a podcast where it's audio only. I need to get comfortable in front of a camera so I can engage with more people and so I can continue to share my story with people who aren't on podcasts because there's a large group of people who do not listen to podcasts at all and they're on other social media they're on other channels they have linkedin youtube um instagram facebook pinterest tumblr um there's so many different channels and ways that you can reach people worldwide and i'm gonna reach the world i'm gonna reach the world and let people know that we can pray daily it can be a lifestyle where we pray specific prayers so we will have powerful results instead of just praying generic general routine prayers lord thank you for this day thank you for waking me up bless this food let me get to work safe let me arrive home safe you know like we can do more God has called us to do more and he wants to use us and we have things to do and what if we have just this simple thing in front of us that we need to conquer that we need to get delivered from that needs to be removed from our life and we're just simply not praying for it We are not praying for it. Lord, help me to better manage my time so I will not be up late at night trying to do things at the last minute. That was so specific and that was real for me. Those are the prayers that we need to pray for. Lord, thank you for being a healer and healing my throat from tonsillitis and allowing me to be able to speak for a long period of time without coughing or my throat drying out thank you god i praise you for being a provider 
Thank you for my transportation and the gaslight not coming on. Thanking God specifically. Secure that blessing. Praising God specifically. Asking God exactly what you need. Praying for your loved ones, your family, or people that you don't even know. And praying for them specifically and lifting that need up in prayer and contacting your friends and your family, your prayer partner, your prayer groups and telling them, hey, I need you to pray on this specific thing. And then, you know, you have multiple prayers going up and then planning to come together when two or three are gathered in my name, plan prayer time with your prayer partners. Gather together, do exactly what the Bible says so you will get just powerful miraculous results it is so important me and sierra were just messaging each other and saying that we got a whole bible in front of us with instructions on what to do yet we live and act like we don't know what to do and we have the bible right in front of us and i'm guilty of it We let things get so complicated and we somehow get lost in the gray area when it's really in black and white, especially when you know God and you have a relationship with God. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you what's right and what's wrong. And that leads into the topic of what we're praying for tonight. We are praying to have life through the Holy Spirit. Now, let me tell you why this is just so on time and so amazing. So today I was on my laptop and I got a notification from Facebook that now I am able to share on my Instagram page and my Instagram TV that they have an application through Facebook.com where I can share directly from my laptop on there and create content so I was looking for content on my laptop to share on my IG TV which is your Instagram TV so Instagram they have the same um, feature it's like YouTube but instead of a horizontal view of your video it's vertical so it's vertical videos your own channel on Instagram so I was looking for something to share and I found on there the um a prayer that I prayed with my Vita which is of Mrs. Elvita Jones known as my Vita to me and others who copied that nickname I gave her (laughs) she's my godmother so um yes so I did a prayer with her in the video and I think this may have been the first video um, that she did with me when she came on Facebook Live with me to pray. And I was excited to have her on because she is one of the prayer warriors in my life. Like I know she's one of the people that if I ask her to pray for me, I feel good because I know she's going to pray. She's not the person where you ask her to pray and she'll just say, yeah, I'm going to say a prayer for you. And because it's culture to say or it's a cliche, she really prays for you. And what I wanted to know is how can I be like you? How 
can I wake up early in the morning and pray because she shared with me that she would be waking up at five in the morning praying every single day praying and how do you do that consistently and I don't know what I expected her to say maybe I expected her to say um you know this is a routine um that I do or this is you know just give me a boom 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 like step by step this is how I do it but no that's not what she gave me what she told me was so powerful she said that she read a book that was titled the holy spirit and she couldn't remember who the author was and she said that because she was so into learning and connecting with the holy spirit this is not verbatim that's when she had a desire to be like fully engulfed in prayer so and she also shared that she's a morning person too so she's basically saying i have the desire for the holy spirit therefore i pray every day and not only just praying every day but she has a disciplined intentional prayer time to where she is praying early in the morning The first thing she does before she starts her day. Now that is beautiful. Just simply because of the Holy Spirit. So um, I was in church Sunday listening to the sermon. And one of the scriptures came from Romans. And when I saw it, I highlighted. I'm like, yeah, I got to go back to this. This is so good. And I've read it before. So from... Being in the chapter, the same chapter on Sunday and listening to the sermon, which was absolutely mind blowing. Um, <clears throat> I definitely want to touch on it maybe tomorrow and then to watch the video between me and my Vita and for her to say that. And it goes back to this is like, God, you are too good. Like. What are you doing? What are you trying to say? What are you doing, Father? Because nothing is by accident. Everything is for a reason. I believe that. And I live by that. Good and bad. When I'm late to something or somebody cut me off in traffic, I always think everything happens for a reason. They cut me off. And because they cut me off, they set my time back to where if I would have kept on that same time track, track, And that path that maybe I could have gotten hit by a car. So it's good that they cut me off. And if I'm late to somewhere, well, maybe, you know, I just think like that. I'm thankful for every good thing and bad thing. I may not like it for a moment, but I don't know what it it is protecting me from and what God has planned. Sometimes God needs, needs our day to slow down. And for us to not be caught up in the busyness of life, but to depend on him. And maybe we don't depend on him unless something goes opposite of what we planned when we're not in control. So God is good 
and this this really this has blessed me today and i'm gonna read for a long time so i'm gonna warn you that i am about to read the entire eighth chapter of romans and it's okay because i haven't been on here for a while so it's gonna make up for all those other days so we're reading in niv i want to read in nlt but if i read in niv it will have some words that are familiar and that will make the scriptures jump out to you from off of memory because when we memorize scriptures and when people quote scriptures it is always from kjv and niv keeps some of those kjv words so it's important to um to know the scriptures in its closest form and if you want if you don't get it the first time what i do i read it um two three four times and then i also read it in nlt to make sure i understand it and then i'll still go back and still read in kjv or niv but it's important to know these scriptures so then you'll know what people are talking about especially the senior pastors who are not from our generation they're quoting scriptures from kjv and i just pray that our generation that we stay close to the word of god i pray that when we share the word of god when we witness people for people who've been called to be preachers for people who've been called to be teachers and ministers i pray that they will preach and teach with the word of god in their hands and everyone won't become um storytellers and lecturers it's a beautiful way to tell the word of god and to share the word of god and it's beautiful too because jesus shared the word in parables but at the same time he did quote scriptures too and he was he is the living word we're not the living word okay so we we need to say the word of god we need to read it we need to learn it and we need to share it with others so they can know it you know so one of my goals is to learn scripture i want to be able to state scriptures in its true form in its closest form when i'm in conversation when i'm helping someone when i'm praying it's important for so many things and just to know god for myself and to know it and not to hear someone else about oh yeah i know that i know that one you know um it feels good sometimes in church when the preacher's preaching he starts uh, reciting a scripture i'll know the ending and i'll join in but you know i want to know it too okay so um god is good so i'm gonna read romans chapter 8 and this is what it says the subtitle is life through the spirit so that's where i got the topic from so let's relax and just listen to this and let this just minister to us and just encourage us because this is so good romans chapter 8 therefore there is now no condemnation For those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, 
God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you will live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. This next portion is present suffering in future glory. That's the subtitle. Now we're on verse 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage, to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. 
We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called those he called. He also justified those he justified. He also glorified. Next, we have the subtitle, More Than Conquerors, verse 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how we How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died. More than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Y'all, we got to we got to pause right there. How are we living so unsure, lacking 1000% confidence of the blessings and the power that is on our life? How When we have Christ Jesus, who is sitting on the throne, praying for us. Let's reread verse 34. Please read Romans chapter 8, verse 34 every day for the rest of this week. We got to get this down in our spirit. Let's read it again. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. 
Christ Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Christ Jesus is interceding for us. Christ Jesus who went to hell and took the keys, who has already conquered the grave. He is praying for us. So you know how good I feel when I tell my Vita, I need you to pray for me. How good I feel when I tell my grandmother, I need you to pray for me, my mother. You know, you have certain people in your life here on earth where, you know, if you say pray for me, you know, they got you and you feel good and confident. You feel good to go into that interview. You feel good going to that doctor appointment. You feel good going to that meeting. You feel good going to sleep. Now, if we feel good that our earthly people in our life that are praying for us, then why aren't we feeling good every single day knowing that Christ Jesus is praying for us? He is interceding for us. He is our intercessor. He loves us so much. He died for us. He raised again and he's still working. Even though we don't see it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. Y'all can tell I'm in a good mood. God is good. But yes, God is so good. He is interceding for us, guys. He is interceding for you. So be confident in everything you do. Light can only shine in darkness. Darkness is needed in order for us to shine. It is okay. Our job is to be a light, be comfortable, to be in darkness, to be in trials, to be in hard times, to be in challenges, because that means that it is time for you to shine. God will give us time to rest. God will give us time to learn. God will give us time for people to pour into us, for the Holy Spirit to pour into us. And all is that. All of that is preparing us for darkness so we cannot get discouraged. We can't get heavy headed. We can't get um, depressed, sad. We should not feel overwhelmed. We got an army of angels on our team. We got Christ Jesus interceding for us. We have the Holy Spirit in us. And if you pay attention to all these scriptures we're reading, all of this is talking about internal things, internal, internal, internal. That's why it is so important to wake up every day and say, die flesh. I'm connected with God. I'm in tune with the Holy Spirit. I'm all about you, God. I'm not about me because myself is not perfect. Myself cannot get it right on my own. Sin is in my nature. And Father, I ask that you put your hand on everything and anything that I'm involved in today. Lead me today, Father. Touch my mouth, Father. Let everything that I say be edifying to you and glorifying to you, Father. So... I'm really excited about this scripture. I've read this before. I knew I, you know, I've already known this, but, um, I don't think about that every day and I need to, I need to read this every day. This is so encouraging. This is so exciting. So let's continue. I'm going to reread that on 34 and I'm going to continue reading. Who then 
is the one who condemns no one. Christ Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. That is the end. That is chapter eight. That was not that long. That was so good. I am so thankful. Now, I want to focus on 37 where it says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So what does it mean to be more than a conqueror? So a conqueror is someone who overcomes opposition. So it's saying that we are more than people who have overcome. And then it goes on to further explain how nothing can separate us from the love of God. So for me... I think being more than a conqueror means that we are not in a position to where we have to overcome opposition in order for us to be separated from the love of God. I think that is saying no matter what, we will always be connected to the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's my guess. I want to hear from you guys and what does it mean to you? I'm going to read that verse in New Living Translation. It says, No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. So, yeah, so I'm on the right track. So it's saying despite that we face death all day and despite trouble and hardship and famine and nakedness or sword, danger or sword. It's saying despite all those things. Victory is ours through Christ Jesus. And that is the key thing through Christ. That's said a couple times in this chapter through Christ. So through Christ, we are unstoppable through Christ. We have the victory. So what is the answer and what is the key to always be connected to Jesus Christ every single day? 
Do not disconnect yourself. Do not distance yourself. Don't take time off. Don't take a break. Stay connected to God. Stay worshiping. Stay praying. Stay reading the word of God. Stay in conversation with like-minded Christians. Do not get lost in this world and consuming this world and listening to this world and reading this world and singing along with this world don't do it because you're gonna you're gonna be distancing yourself okay we need to have a clean heart we need to have a pure heart that purely desires god and not the things of this world And there will come a time where you will be so strong in Christ to where you'll be able to eat with the tax collectors and sinners and not be affected. But until you get to that point, don't go over to the house with the the, um, tax collectors and the sinners if you know you're going to participate in what they're going to be doing. Okay, stay connected and do everything through Christ Jesus so you will be more than a conqueror. So you will be victorious every time, every single time. No, we're not perfect, but I know it is possible to be victorious every single time. Because even when you have a setback, you're still going to come back up and be victorious. So no matter how slow or fast you get there, you're still going to be victorious. That's always the end result. So, I want to pray that we live through the Holy Spirit and not through our flesh. And I pray that you take the time to read chapter 8 of Romans. Um, Read it in New Living Translation or even read it in GNT be honest is i don't is that good news translation good news translation and read it in msg and really get into the nitty-gritty of all of this it is really good and i'm thankful for god for his word this word is here for us let's use it and let's refine ourselves and equip ourselves to be more than conquerors so let's pray god thank you for this tuesday father thank you for bringing us back on prayer podcast together to hear what the holy spirit has led me to and to be a conversation starter through text messages through emails in person through dms Um, through instant message thank you god for the power of technology father thank you for having your hand on technology god while the enemy may be the prince of the air father we know that you are the king and ruler of it all you rule and you have dominion over the airways, over social media, over internet. And we thank you that we are able to quickly and easily access the word of God and share the word of God and to be encouraged and to be influenced by the Holy Spirit, Father. And we pray 
that we will be wise and we will sort out the good fruits from the bad fruits and we will recognize the bad trees and no bad trees cannot produce good fruits therefore we will not listen and entertain and be around and hang out and eat from these bad trees father we pray that we will live and abide in the holy spirit we pray that we will have a hunger and thirst for the holy spirit we pray that we will keep positive words on our mouth father and we will not doubt us being close to you and doubt your love for us and doubt your provision for us father we will speak life father and we will rebuke and cut off anything that is not of you and every thought and every emotion that is not of you father we will submit it to your will father we will not live in this flesh father we know that you have called us to do mighty and great things and we will through christ jesus father you are so wonderful and you are so good and we're going to tell people of your goodness and we give you all the glory and we give you all the honor father we pray that we will continue to persevere and to shine in darkness, Father. We pray that we will not see darkness as a reason to cower away, to be stressed, to have anxiety, to bow out, to surrender, to be sad, to be upset, to be discouraged, to be depressed, to be weary, Father. We will thrive in the darkness and shine. We will get excited about darkness because we get to shine and we get an opportunity to show the love of Christ. We give an opportunity for the gospel to shine through our lives and that we will have an opportunity to share the gospel with people, Father. We won't even have to go up to them, Father, but our lives and our example and our reactions will spark their interest and will be a conversation starter father people will be drawn to us because of our self-control and because of our love and our kindness father and because of our faithfulness to you no matter what is going on god so we praise you we love you and we honor you in our life through the holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen Everyone have a good night.